Dear listener, welcome to your favorite New Life program. This is Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. I'm your presenter, Samuel Mangi. Msalvi Mtesh is on standby with the health segment today. She will talk about diabetic nerve damage. Thereafter, we'll be having Pastor Prosin Nanga, who will be joining us during the Bible segment to talk about Back to the Future. But first, let us listen to Injili Family Choir. Tazama Bwana Mungu wa Mkulinda ku 
It is time for the health segment with Msavi Mteshi. Be blessed. Hello, listener. Welcome to our program, Health Nuggets. I am your presenter, Musavi Mteshi. Today, our topic is on diabetic nerve damage. High concentrations of sugar in your blood can cause damage to the nerves of your body. If the cause of these higher sugar levels is diabetes, the nerve damage is called diabetic neuropathy and it is a common and serious complication of that disease. I want to talk with you today about diabetic neuropathy because it is possible to prevent or slow the progression of this condition by living a healthy lifestyle and by controlling your blood sugar levels. High blood sugar levels can damage any nerve, but they most often damage the nerves in your feet and legs. The damage develops slowly, being most commonly found in people who have had diabetes for at least 25 years. A diabetic may not even notice problems until considerable damage has already been done. Symptoms when they occur include a feeling of tingling, burning or a prickling sensation starting in your toes or the balls of the feet and spreading upward. There may also be numbness that prevents you from feeling cold, heat or pain if you step on a foreign body such as a splinter. You may develop sharp jabbing pains that worsen at night, muscle weakness and pain when walking and serious foot problems such as infections and ulcers. Symptoms do not necessarily mean that permanent nerve damage has occurred, but they should warn you of your need for medical attention because early treatment offers the best chance of relieving your symptoms and preventing complications. As an example, if you are a diabetic, a minor sore on your foot that doesn't heal can progress into an ulcer without treatment and untreated foot ulcers may eventually require surgery or even the amputation of your foot. As in another example, diabetic damage to the nerves that control your urinary bladder can prevent it from emptying completely, allowing bacteria to multiply and a urinary tract infection to develop. The mechanism by which high blood sugar levels damage nerves isn't completely understood, but it probably involves a combination of factors. We know that there is a complex interaction between blood vessels and nerves and that high blood sugar levels damage the walls of the small blood vessels that supply oxygen and nutrients to your nerves. Sugar also interferes with the ability of your nerves to send electrical signals, 
in the way they were created to function. Poor control of blood sugar levels is by far the greatest risk factor for developing diabetic nerve damage. Keeping the levels within a safe target range is the best way to protect the health of both your blood vessels and your nerves. Smoking is another risk factor. Tobacco contains nicotine, which narrows and hardens your arteries, reducing blood flow to your legs and feet and to the nerves that control them. Drinking alcohol is yet another risk factor for diabetic nerve damage, as alcohol acts directly as a poison to nerves. Additionally, people who drink heavily frequently suffer poor nutrition. They don't eat the vitamins and nutrients their nerves need to stay healthy. Diabetic nerve damage has no known cure. Treatments focus on controlling their diabetes to slow progression of nerve damage, relieving the symptoms, and on managing the complications to restore function. Let us look at how you as a diabetic can control your level of blood sugar. It is a big commitment. Constant monitoring and frequent insulin injections or by mouth medications are required to keep your blood sugar at a safe level of 70 to 130 megalitres per deciliter before meals. Your doctor will instruct you on both a proper diet to follow and the exact amount of insulin you require to stay in this safe range. Modern labs have recently developed a test called A1C. It helps in monitoring the success of your diabetic management by measuring your average blood sugar level over a period of two to three months. Your diabetes is controlled if your level is less than 7%. Blood pressure control is another effective diabetes treatment. A diabetic should keep their blood pressure less than 130 over 80 millimeters of mercury. He may require blood pressure medicines to achieve optimal blood pressure control. Next, eating a balanced diet that includes a variety of healthy fruits, vegetables, and whole grains, and one that limits your portion size is an effective diabetes treatment. It helps you achieve and maintain a healthy weight. Being active every day will help you to effectively manage your diabetes by helping you to maintain a healthy weight and to keep your blood sugar and blood pressure under control. You should aim for about 30 minutes of moderate exercise at least five times a week. Finally, the use of tobacco in any form by a diabetic increases their risk of dying from a heart attack or a stroke as compared with a non-smoking diabetic. It also makes you more likely to develop circulation problems in your feet. So if you are a diabetic who smokes, stop. All of these diabetes treatments keep your blood sugar and blood pressure under control, following a healthy diet and getting physical exercises, avoiding alcohol and smoking, may seem bothersome, but they do help slow diabetic nerve damage and failure to follow such precautions can be damaging to your health or even your life. Living with diabetic nerve damage can be stressful and frustrating because there are often no outward signs making it difficult for others to understand your condition. Some people find that diabetes support groups are helpful because there you can talk to others who truly understand what you're going through. Members of support groups can offer you encouragement as well as advice about living with diabetic nerve damage. Ask your doctor for information about support groups in your area. Health Nuggets is written by Dr. Richard Uckel, a medical doctor working in the United States. The medical views expressed in this program are his and may differ for your particular health needs. If you need medical advice, please consult a medical professional in your area. Thank you once again for listening.
Welcome back to Ellis and I hope that you're enjoying the program. I'm your presenter, Samuel Mangin. For your views, comments, or questions about the show, write to the producer, Adventist Soul Radio, PO Box 42276-00100, Nairobi, Kenya. You can also email us to awrnairobi at ek.adventist.org. Let us now have an item from Njili Family Choir.
now time for the Bible segment. Join me as I invite Pastor Prosin Nanga. Welcome, Pastor. In our previous lesson, we learned about the four qualities of hope. Number one was believing that Christ will come back. The coming one shall come and shall not tarry. And number two was wanting Christ to come. That is our desire, to desire that, to have a strong desire that the one who will come will come and therefore we need him. Number three was hope uh, which involved watchfulness. We need to watch if we are sure that Christ will come back. And the last one was to prepare because we know that the one who is coming will come. Therefore, we need all to be prepared. Today's topic is back to the future. In these days of toil and struggle, Days of success and failure, in the midst of competition and strife, it is well for someone to pause and ask, where is my future? The world is sick with fear. It is concerned with future. Some see future as a way of having all their dreams come true, and others count on doing then all the things they lack time to do now. Others view it as a compensation for the trials and the deprivation of this life. And others view it as the place we can only lay down our burdens and leave all our worries, our sorrows, and all our cares behind. Without some concept of what to expect, there is nothing to give substance to our hope. Nothing to hope for. As it occurs in the Bible, the expression eternal life is rich with meaning. Fundamentally, it refers to a certain quality of life, one which is made possible by Christ only, and one we can experience here and now. He who has the Son has life, in 1 John chapter 5, verse 12. This sentence is in present. It involves a present tense. The expression also includes the more conventional sense of eternal life with the idea of endless life, immortality, and this is an important element in Christian hope. Believers look forward to a future beyond death where human life will continue in a perfect environment and realize its full potential. We need more than an optimism based on personal desires. Christian hope assumes that our personal identity can be recovered or preserved beyond death due to the creative and recreative power of God. Romans chapter 4 verse 17. We have therefore to trust in God and when we trust in God, this will be the basis of our hope. Recognizing the importance of God to Christian believers, hope helps us to identify what it really is that believers hope for. The heart is the central concern of Christian hope is not self-gratification. It is the present or the prospect of personal fellowship with God. Only his presence makes the future worth hoping for. When we recognize the importance of fellowshipping with God, then our hope will be grounded, will be rooted on the true grounds. The second element in the concept of future is the prospect of the future service. Reward for the faithful service is not the end of all responsibility, not chance to relax and let others serve us, but the opportunity for further service and greater responsibility. Thus, the concept of future eliminates all self-gratification, all personal desires, and it provides us with a true religious view of the future, and that is of service. Another aspect is the restoration and fulfillment. All traces of sin, 
All traces of sin and fallenness are removed. Recovery of all dimensions of human existence. By that time, we will be restored socially, physically, spiritually. All the environment will be restored and there will be fulfillment. Future will bring history to a conclusion. The word end not only means termination or cessation, but it can also mean a goal or purpose. The end which believers anticipate is the goal to which history moves. What goes on now reaches its culmination then. The future will complete or will fulfill the present in different ways. The separation and destruction that begins here will be final then. The work of salvation will reach its conclusion with great reunion with God, with the restoration fully achieved. Do you have this hope? Hope which is a living one, which is grounded and founded on the promises of God back to the future. Are you ready? Do you have a future? Next time, our topic will be the specific attitude towards the future. Dear listener, we have come to the end of our program. Thank you for keeping me company. For views, comments, or questions about the show, write to the producer, Adventist All Radio, PO Box 42276 Code 00100 Kenya. Our email address is awr at Until next time, may our God be with you. I've been a presenter, Samuel Maangi.
mwako Tumikea bwana yesu kwa moyo wote Hakuna moto mwema jeo kwa sawa Sote ni mema yake bwana Watu wanaisha hapa na pale Katika pande zote ni kilio Tazama bwana mungu amekulinda Come in the name of Jesus, Jesus. 